Hello and welcome to Saints Live, the final whistle. I'm Steve Forbes. I'm Kenzie Benali. Well, it's always tough to start a show off after a match like today with Southampton losing 6-0 at home to Chelsea. So we'll skip the superlatives of describing the game and dive straight into it with former Saints captain Dean Hammond and NBC's lead soccer writer Joe Prince-Wright. Dean, 4-0 down at half-time. What are your general thoughts on that first half? Difficult, Steve. You know, it's um, a performance that we probably didn't expect from from Southampton. Um, credit to Chelsea. They've responded very, very well um, and were clinical in front of goal, created lots of chances and, and took the game to, to Southampton, really. Tactically, I think Tuchel got it right with the the shape he played. I thought the, the, the wing-backs of Chelsea caused Southampton lots and lots of problems. Uh, the midfield runners and their movement cost South, um, caused Southampton lots of problems and Individual errors um, for the goals. I think if the players look at it and they analyse it, there'll be some disappointment there. Some, some, some brilliance from Chelsea for the first goal. You know, Mason Mount's vision uh, for Alonso is fantastic. But again, Southampton have called out a little bit of shape. Um, but me and Joe were just talking off air. Results like this can happen. You know, you're playing against Chelsea, who are European champions, are still in the Champions League. They're, they're a top team, um, and they perform very, very well. But Southampton will be disappointed. Um, that there maybe just wasn't the normal amount of energy fr from the players. And um, they looked like there was a little bit of acceptance in, in that first half. The change of shape helped a little bit, but not too much. The game was already away from um, from Southampton. So a bad day at office, the office for, for, the, for the players. And um, it's only because Southampton have performed so well against the so-called bigger teams this year that maybe we expected a little bit more. But re being realistic... Um, Joe made a great point off air that um, if you look at the amount of money Chelsea can spend and the players they've got and their squad they've got, um, it's not a surprise really. So the players will be disappointed, but the first half, the game was one for Chelsea and it could have been a lot more, was the only probably positive in that first half. Well, yeah, Joe, on that, Dean's absolutely right. It could have been much worse despite being a dismal first 45 minutes. I mean, Fraser Forster, you know, kept a few goals out, yeah. certainly. Yeah, he was Saints' best player by a country mile. And you don't say that often when a team loses 6-0 that their goalkeepers man the match. But it was, yeah, some really good saves. Uh, one across the goal and then one when Timo Werner went through and he came off his line and uh, and made himself big. And even the other goals in the second half for Forster as well when uh, he made the initial save and the ball just dropped straight to a Chelsea player, whether, you know, just bad luck or Saints' defenders not tracking back. So I think... Like you said, Kenzie, he, he had a really good game and kept the score down and kept, you know, some kind of pride in the first half. But it really was outrageous, the amount of shots he was facing. I mean, when you look at the stats after the game, it, it kind of just sums it up, right? 24 shots for Chelsea, 14 on target, six goals. Um, it was just, Dean mentioned it there, a bit of a perfect storm of Southampton having a lot of mistakes individually and having a real off day. And then Chelsea come flying out the tracks after those defeats to Brentford and Real Madrid. We said before, there was going to be reaction. Thomas Tuchel wanted a reaction. In my word, did he get it? So uh, yeah, Saints are on the end of a bit of a hide in there and it could have been worse if it wasn't for Fraser Forster. Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. The sun is out at St. Mary's, the band are playing. All the V now 
is a point at least against the champions of Europe. Werner enters the penalty on the right, shoots, hits the post, comes back out, hits Libramento, who can clear it. Mount wins it back, Salisu hesitated, low ball from Loftus-Cheek, and this time Werner hits the crossbar. Loftus-Cheek puts it in, Mount plays it, Alonso must score, and Chelsea do way too easily rip Saints apart at the back. Only out as far as Mount, 2-0, brilliant strike from 20 yards out. And Werner's in behind him, and he's got the ball, and he's on his feet. He goes round Forster, and finally Werner scores. Teed up erroneously by James Ward-Prowse with his backward header. And Chelsea got it in the box, and Werner's still two dummies. He's hit the post, and Havertz has put in the rebound from an onside position. Unbelievable, Werner doesn't score again. Well, something's not right, but anyway, look, Chelsea are attacking. Shot by Kante, deflected, and while we're messing around with our kit... Werner's got his second, Chelsea have got their fifth. Saints play a good ball down the left from Diallo. Walker Peters has gone in behind, back post. Oh! Shay Adams thought he got the goal for them. Low ball in, free shot, and it almost comes back out. It does eventually. Mason Mount gets his second goal, and Saints are six down. Let's put you out of your misery. And the Saints fans will trudge home despondent. Dean, you, you just said the game had kind of gone from Southampton already in the first half. Ralph did try and, you know, rescue something, save face by making a swap. Oriol Romeu for, for Jan Valerie and, and putting three centre-backs on. Could you understand the thinking behind that? I think at that point, um, potentially it was, it was damage limitation, if, if I'm totally honest. And I think the change of shape um, was probably the right thing to do. Um, Chelsea were just causing Southampton too many problems in in the wide areas with with the the, the wing backs um, and midfield players. The movement from from Mason Mount um, was very difficult for uh, the the midfield players and the centre half. He was getting in between that space, and it was difficult and being very very creative. So a change of shape helped, um, probably just stuttered um, Chelsea's momentum for for a period. Um, but they were still good and they still caused Southampton problems. So it was just, I think today, Southampton just lacked doing the basics well enough, you know, in terms of keeping possession, being disciplined, staying with your runners, being organised, communication between the players, the things that you always have to do, whatever team you're playing against. And it just wasn't there for Southampton today. It just didn't quite click. And it was unfortunate it happened on a day where you're playing against a top-class team in, in Chelsea who are reacting to two disappointing results um, themselves. But we can see last weekend, Chelsea lost 4-1 to Brentford. So this, this, the Premier League, that's why it's the best league in the world. It's so exciting and you can get results like this. So um, the change of shape was probably a good decision from the manager, um, but I don't think it changed the game too much. And Southampton really struggled to get any foothold of um, possession or come back into the game today. Yeah, Joe, I think we all hoped that the goals would stop flowing going into the second half, but two goals after the interval. And it just felt like Chelsea always had players there to, to follow up for the rebounds. Yeah, it was really weird, Kenzie. It's obviously the quality of Chelsea's players, I think, to read the situations and just kind of attack the areas where they thought the rebound was going to drop to. Sometimes, Dean will tell you in football, that just happens. You get a day when the ball hits the post, it comes straight back to one of your players, knock it in, or the goalie makes a good save. And then just the rebound bobbles the right way. And um, yeah, it was a combination of that. But I have to say, as a Southampton fan, it was a bit disappointing there at the start of the second half to not see a kind of reaction, any kind of 
someone rolling the sleeves up and and just taking accountability for the situation. It was just wave after wave of Chelsea attack. And almost like some players were just switching off a little bit and just, I don't want to say throw the towel in, that's a bit too strong, but there was some real mental lapses there in the second half, which allowed Chelsea to get another couple of goals. And at 6-0, you thought, uh, I'm not going to say what, you know, the scoreline that we all know, but um, yeah, it was... It, it, it was bad from a focus and a mentality standpoint. And I don't think the manager's going to be happy at all with that. I know the fans won't be happy at all and the players won't be either. Um, it's difficult when you're playing against that good of a side and they do have a few lucky breaks, but then also they are rampant and fired up and want to prove a point. And Dean mentioned there, underlines the quality of Chelsea. And unfortunately, just kind of shows that when Saints do have good results against some of the big teams, just what a great achievement that is as well, because there is obviously a huge golfing class and, and we saw that today uh, across the whole 90 minutes understandably heads are going to be down in that changing room now Dean after the result and I'm, I'm not sure what the biggest defeat you've been on the end of but what can a result like that do to the confidence of the team especially going into the closing stages of the season now I think the best thing to do Steve is probably not to overanalyze it too much um, and understand that results like this can happen um, but also, it's a test of your character, a test of your personality, um, and for the remainder of the season to to not kind of um, lose the fact that Southampton have been excellent th this year. Um, and, and it would be great to finish the season strong. It really, really would. With I think it's seven games left, um, almost maybe setting new targets now, new goals. What can we achieve as a team individually from now until the end of the season to to keep um, the excitement, the enthusiasm. Um, I'm going so there will be um, some honest conversations I'm sure with it, whether that's happening in the dressing room now or that will happen tomorrow or come Monday um, when the players are back in, in the training ground so look, it's a youngish squad um, these are the moments what you learn from but it is a test of your character um, and it, it is pulling together it's that togetherness and we've, we've expected a reaction from Chelsea today um, and I'd expect a reaction from the players during the week at the training ground um, and next week against Arsenal. So you have to look forward now. It's difficult, but you do have to look forward as a player and accept it. There's no hiding away from it. Be truthful with yourself and say, look, we weren't good enough today. Chelsea were good, but we could have done better. Accept that, react and move on to the next game. From a fan's perspective then, Joe, does that result change your outlook on the season so far? Because we were enjoying a fantastic period around Christmas, but that's now one point from the last five matches and, of course, such a heavy defeat today. It's difficult, Kenzie, to stay positive right now uh, in the aftermath of that. But Dean mentioned it there. It has been a really good season and there's a very good young group of players there that for the next few seasons will only grow and get better and they have had their moments. Perhaps that's part of a result like today as well, and maybe part of the recent run of results, just tiredness creeping in and a lot of players uh, maybe not used to this situation and being this, you know, this hard throughout an entire nine months of a Premier League campaign. Um, I think as a Saints fan, right, it's, it's disappointing, but perspective is key. Um, we, we've been supporting the club when it's been down to the third tier and a lot of bad things uh, and it might not have even been a club before and again they've come a long way in the last few years established back in the Premier League and now it's going to be really interesting for the next you know 12-18 months of the club with the new ownership coming in and they're only you know just settling in and potentially new players and, and new funds being available so yes short term it's disappointing 
but Dean mentioned it there. There's players there now that have to finish the season strong. My aim would be to get more points than they did last season. That shows you're improving and building on it. And it's a young team. And then there's opportunities there for players either to come in. Uh, the likes of Valerie and Smallbone did well today when they come on, I thought, especially Will Smallbone. And then also in the transfer market, Ralph Hasenhut will now use these final seven games of the season to see where he really needs to strengthen. And he'll learn a lot from the next few weeks and see any reaction. But uh, hopefully against Arsenal next week, uh, we'll see a big reaction like Chelsea had today to their defeats. And Saints have to use them as the model to show how you can bounce back from a disappointing result like this. Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Yeah, we lost against a very good side today, a very aggressive side. Uh, did all the things good, what we, what we didn't do good. And uh, so they deserved uh, the win, definitely. And uh, we have to find very quick back to our basics. What were the things that were missing from your side of the performance? Everything. How about how you started the game as well? How kind of frustrating was that from, from your side to be giving away those chances early on? Yeah, a very aggressive opponent today. They had uh, a tough week and uh, showed how you should react. And uh, yeah, when they are playing like this, uh, I think it's a top-class team. And, and we are today uh, far away from being competitive. And that's the reason why we deserve to lose today. Are there a lot of lessons that you can take out of this now moving forward though? Yes, definitely. And we have uh, now a week time to, to work on that and hopefully show a different face next weekend. Yeah, obviously you get the opportunity to come back here next weekend. How important is it to try and show that reaction yeah. and, and put this one behind you? Yeah, um, definitely we have to show up and we will definitely show a reaction next weekend. And obviously it's been a pretty kind of rare event for you um, you know in terms of a performance like that this season and giving away those chances so important not to get too down in in that respect while also still learning the lessons from it no I think uh, uh, we seem to have one of these games one time a season and uh, when we needed to to then step up again and, and show show a different uh, way of, of resilience then uh, take it but uh, you can be sure that we have a very tough week well, Arsenal are another team fighting for a top four position. They've not had the best of days today, losing at home 2-1 against Brighton. So probably a bit of a silver lining for you there, Dean. Um, what's your thoughts ahead of next week here at St Mary's? Well, again, it'll be a good, it'll be a good fixture. It'll be a, a really good game and a, an opportunity for both teams to, to respond. So that's why I think it'll be a, a good game. If you look at Arsenal, uh, their form has dipped of late in the last two results. They've, they've been un, way under par for what um, they've achieved this year. Um, and they're still fighting for that fourth place, so it's it's a real good game. And for the Southampton players, it's it's what you want. It's a, it's another test against one of the the big teams in, in this division, um, and you want to prove yourself. There'll be that um, added determination, I'm sure, from the players to to show that today was a one-off um, and was a, a freak result, um, and you know they can improve. Um, against Arsenal, Arsenal are a good team, but you can see they're beatable, very very beatable, and we know the Southampton competitive against anyone in this division. I mean anyone at the top sides. Not from today, but when we've played Manchester United, when we've played Man City, when we've played the big team, we give them a game and we cause them problems and we ask questions of them. So I'm sure the players will be very determined to get back to that level of performance next week. Yeah, Joe, Arsenal are a, a rather inconsistent side at times. And can you see Southampton, Southampton taking positives from that result that Brighton got at the Emirates today? 
I think so, Steve. I am a little bit worried that that's obviously a shock defeat for Arsenal a little bit. So we may see another reaction from one of the big teams who need a win to finish in the top four late in the season. But uh, Dean mentioned that they're that they're they're very inconsistent. They haven't been in great form. And you look at some of the players they're missing: Kieran Tierney, Thomas Partey. Uh, some really big leaders on their team are out through injury, so it's not the worst time in the world to play them. Um, and they are going to be desperate as well, so they may come out early and leave a few gaps. Um, but maybe next weekend is the time for Saints to play a slightly more defensive lineup, even at home, and just try and let Arsenal come onto them and then pick them off on the break. But uh, yeah, looking forward to being at some areas. And I have to say, special shout out to the Saints fans who did stay in the stadium support the team it's not easy in that situation so uh, well done to them and uh, hopefully the only way is up right guys absolutely we love that positivity the only way is up and as you say we're very much looking forward to seeing you in person next weekend uh, Joe Dean always fantastic to have your input on the show can't have been easy to talk about that one but as we say uh, we move onwards and upwards. So an afternoon to forget here at St Mary's Stadium but as we have just mentioned our attention does shift to next weekend when we welcome Arsenal to St Mary's Stadium that is another Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff. so we will be live on Saints Live from 1.45. Bye for now. Take care.